Yeah, check, check, check. We're recording. Are you sure? What Red means good, right? Red means stop. Okay. Follow the stop. law. <laughs> that was my bit. That was your big surprise. That was it. That was I've the big surprise. Waiting. There you where go. Did you, where did you get a, a morning? <laughs> <laughs> Morning. Don't ruin it. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen Housshield. I'm Max John Usro. Boo! Damn it. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm tired of this. And I'm Ambi, and this episode is brought to you by Topo Chico. I wish. Uh, Topo Chico, no. Topo Chico, no. <laughs> that's good. So, uh, ooh, we got a honk. Oh, that's not going to come through the mics. I shouldn't have said that. Well, now you have to put one in. No. Honk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix that in post. Um, so today we have with us diners from Phoenix, Arizona, correct? That's where you're hailing still, right? Um, you I'm know, wrong, aren't I? If you, you know say what? no, that's a good intro. I'm, I'm so sorry to say I no longer am a Phoenician. Um, I'm a Phoenician at heart, but I, I, I recently moved to Los Angeles. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. TBC. What? what the big what? city. <laughs> <laughs> What, what was the choice to go from uh, Phoenix to LA? If you um, don't mind me asking. Uh, I just, I've always loved like visiting Southern California, like on family trips. It's like living, I think, I mean, I don't know, maybe other Arizonans don't like agree with this, <laughs> but I feel like it's so easy to romanticize California, like living right next to it forever that like, you know, like. I don't know. I, 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 the uh, the the industry is there. The beach is there. The uh, like all these bands that I love are there or were there. I heard yeah. the like, sun shines brighter in California. Is that true? Um, I think that's Mexico. Oh shit. I maybe <laughs> I don't know. I I think the I think the sunsets were prettier in Phoenix. Ooh. So I don't know. Shots fired. Ooh. Shots, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we're used to some little like uh rivalries like Dallas Denton rivalries and like last episode was like Austin Round Rock. Y'all's rival rivalry is the sun being brighter. I like that. It's a very it's a chipper one. <laughs> I, I mean it, We sunburn faster. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I guess yeah, you you can your brain melts faster in Phoenix. Uh, so, <laughs> so you, uh, hail, did you grow up in Phoenix or just live there? I grew up in a, a suburb called Mesa, Arizona, which is like 20 minutes away from yeah. Phoenix. I haven't uh, been through Phoenix. or I, I stayed in Phoenix one night on the way to L.A., and oh, I didn't yeah. really get it much like to go around the town. I just found the cheapest hotel, slept there, and left. That's like a... I mean... For a lot of bands that pass through, it's like they're, you're, I mean, you're in a town for like less than 24 hours most of the time anyways. But like for most people, like people go to Phoenix while they're on their way to LA. Yeah, even or, in between. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, or I, like, I feel like the West Coast needs Phoenix when they're on their way to South by Southwest. Yeah. I, like, I, I think yeah. there's a ton of towns like that. Cause booking tours just like, I, it's like, Oh, I want to get to New York. I want to get to Seattle. I want to get to California, mm-hmm. but that can't, that's not a whole tour. Where do I go? And yeah, it sounds like that's one of the in-betweens. Yeah. I, yeah. It's definitely like an in-between place. 
it's I mean just the culture is very like transient for sure mm-hmm. uh, like people there's like there's a big university in like Tempe which is uh, like 10 minutes away from Phoenix feel yeah. like the the whole Phoenix geography is really um, like they all kind of mesh together there's just very very imaginary like boundaries in between these cities so uh like tempe which is the the college the college town which is like but it i don't know it's it's just a goofy yeah i i mean when you think about... <laughs> i love this cat by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, i was speaking and my mind was like i love this cat <laughs> so it's a apparently i was struggle. talking about phoenix or something like that i'm not I sure know. what i was talking about yeah. there was just a cat yeah words there's... just kept coming out yeah. you handled it very well it, she's very distracting um, Beautiful long haired cat. Yeah, she's a, the the hair covers the fat too. She's <laughs> she's a big cat. As soon as you pick her up, you're like, wow, this cat needs to lose weight. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love. I love. I'm so charmed by the by this cat. I What's your cat's name? Cambria. Cambria. Yeah. Like Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> nailed it. Go. Oh, you yes. nailed it. Yeah, they hate it when we bring this up. It's my favorite band. So. No, I don't hate it. This it's one, just... one kind of got brought up organically. It's okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just, we always talk about it. Well, you know what? I, I, I think that, I think that's great. Coheed and Cambria was like one of my first concerts ever. Hell yeah! So. What do you they remember? Were... Which tour? Like what? Yeah, album? They, were, they were opening up for Avenged Sevenfold. Nice. It was oh. a wild tour. <laughs> I was like in eighth grade, and there was this video online advertising the the tour, and one of the quotes was like, "This is a concert I'm going to tell my grandchildren about." And then I remember <laughs> trying, like, begging my parents to let me go to this concert, and I was like. But it's a concert I'm going to tell my grandkids about. Were uh, you like pulling up your MySpace page and showing them this video? I or did something? pull up my MySpace, my MySpace page and I did show them that video. I mean, That's I don't terrible. think they really watched. They were kind of like, sure. It was also, uh, it was like two blocks away from my house. Which That's incredible. Great. So you didn't yeah. even have to pay for parking. Yeah, I just walked walked over with uh with my high school uh my high school chums <laughs> so or no, a, sorry junior high chums i'm gonna start taglining our podcast as the podcast you'll tell your grandchildren about yeah <laughs> it'll convince your parents of something i guess <laughs> yeah um so going back to phoenix for a little bit uh from a as as you're saying, it feels like an in between town for a lot of bands, but it, it's even just that for people who are traveling because you know, like, oh, I need to get from here to here, mm-hmm. and it, it's thought of of like this in between. I mean, like New Mexico and Phoenix, or not Phoenix, Arizona are like just they feel like in between states. They're beautiful states. People mm. would say like, oh, like just cut through Texas, like go down to the border, and you can you know pretty much miss all of New Mexico. It's like don't do that. It's a beautiful state. Like they're beautiful. Yeah. But uh, when you think of these, like you know, kind of Passover uh, states, you don't really think like, oh, there's a huge culture there. But from all the bands, like I've seen, I've seen you play, and I've seen uh, AJJ brought. I forgot what the band was called. Uh, Probably Roar. I think that was it. But just like seeing it, it seems like a really eclectic. Um, you know, just scene yeah i mean the i mean it there's is it that you're in the desert and you feel like you're losing your mind a little bit and it's like we have to have something 
I, I mean, I think that's definitely a big part of places. It, I think places that feel secluded, like Phoenix does feel um, like it does kind of feel like you're on your own. Like there's this feel like even though you are like like six miles or six miles, six hours away from L.A. and like Southern California where all of everything happened it feels like you i think there's the there is like a um a feeling like well like i'm in the middle of nowhere and i gotta make my own fun yeah and so yeah i think a lot of people that's kind of how they build their chops or like i mean the or the sad thing is like that's where people get really bummed out and they don't do anything because they do feel like they're in the middle of nowhere so why does anything matter? And then I think that, I don't know. I, I talk, I've talked to a lot of friends that like go through these cycles where they're like super prolific and then they, uh, cycle around and like, but you know, they'll be back in like maybe a year, (laughs) like, like playing shows again or something. It's unfortunate when you hear that kind of stuff, but like, I do feel like a lot of the, like the lowest swings can like go for like, you know, make for like the biggest like oh i've spent so long just being i've spent a couple months just being down and feeling like oh i'm bored in this town to like oh fuck it i'm gonna do whatever you know to make mm-hmm. it worth it i'm gonna make this town you know whatever that you know i'm gonna make this my la that kind of stuff so i definitely i i, I don't nowhere near feeling secluded here but i do feel that in denton there's the college here and it, it does feel like there's a cycle of like four years there's always new people yeah, new bands so totally it, it yeah. kind of feels weird when you're like oh i've been here so long like what my band is you know gonna keep going and it's weird that we're playing with brand new bands you know that kind of stuff so it's a similar feeling but you know not yeah. seclusion really yeah it's yeah that that i i mean i i hear that a lot from friends that live like in yeah just like in those college towns where it's like they're like a band will a band will like start blowing everybody's mind and then like, like you, i got a job they, <laughs> they're like yeah they're, uh like my partner lives in santa cruz which is like a big college town and so they're like i was just talking to i mean i was talking to one of the bands that i played with and i was like gushing about how much i loved them and they were like they're like yeah we're like like once we wrap up with school we're gonna just move to la yeah and then i like i like look over my partner's like no no (laughs) not another one that's 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 the cycle of how it goes yeah it's like four years and it's it's there's even bands that have like blown up now that are that that uh like american football uh a lot of people don't know that they like they were you know, they were a band, but they were like a college band. And as soon as their big album came out, the one that was like in 90 something, uh, they didn't like tour that album. They didn't play shows after that album. They recorded the album and then they're like, oh, well, we're done with college. I think their uh, drummer had graduated and they're like, okay, we're done. They weren't big. Mm-hmm. And then like over the years, like the 10 years, it just like gained this like cult following. And then like now they're a big band at yeah. for this, you know, album they never really played live, which is super interesting i mean fascinating to think that you know bands that broke up a couple years ago their you know debut lp their only lp could you know gain a following at some point hopefully you know yeah yeah i like to think music could do that still maybe not well i mean it happens all the time like i mean 
a kid yodeling in Walmart, that kind of stuff. Jesus I just, Christ. I just dated this podcast, by the way. <laughs> you can't mention yeah. memes or anything like that. But going, uh, we can chat about your music a bit. Uh, no, no, no. Let's keep it. talking about a kid yodeling in Walmart. No, I mean, no, no. I'm going. bored with that kid. Yeah, no, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool. I yeah. It definitely, it definitely is kind of cool. I, I have nothing to say about it, really. It's definitely just, it's also just really funny that, like, he played at Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> Did mean, he really? Yeah. yeah. To a huge crowd. Huge. There's videos of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, all I hope, I mean, I haven't really seen a whole lot of, like. He was on Ellen internet. as well. Yeah. I, oh, wow. That, that's awesome. She got him on the Grand Ole Opry, which is, like, was apparently his dream. That's so. great. Yeah. I haven't seen like a like a lot of like, or maybe I haven't seen like any hate on that kid like on the internet. But like, I'm sure it's out there. I'm like, I I mean just because I mean it, it's a goofy video and it, it became is. a meme and there's like there's no way that like people aren't using that meme for evil. Yeah. So I hope that kid is okay. <laughs> like I hope that yeah. kid, like to wrap to wrap your head around like why. Like, why am I famous again? Kind of like, is it because I'm the best yodeler or like, <laughs> no, it's because this goofy video, like it's because this video happened, but what's wrong with, or what's up with this video? It's just like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the kid's really smart and is like, yeah, I, know. I mean, listen, <laughs> he seems like a normal kid, which is good. Yeah. And, uh, like. I don't know what's better for this to be like a oh a month of his life where it's like oh I got to do all this cool stuff I'm gonna go back you know and I'm gonna go to school and do whatever that kind of thing yeah. or if it's better like oh maybe he could make a you know a career off this well, I hope I, I think the first may be better yeah I was mm-hmm. I, my 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 thought on it has been like I hope this kid doesn't I hope this doesn't ruin music for him like I hope this, totally. I hope this kid like can keep doing music because like like with with how quickly it's blown up and. Like how, how, like how you see how I mean if people are mean to him stuff like that. I mean that that can just ruin it. And he's so young and so like you never know what'll happen. Totally, so I hope yeah. he keeps. I hope he keeps doing music for sure. Yeah, he seems genuine from the interview I saw with him on. Ellen. Yeah, the Ellen. Oh, yeah, he's really Ellen. genuine. Yeah, yeah, I mean he was just I mean, yodeling in Yarm Yarmart, Yarmart, Walmart, like yodeling in Walmart just because like. He loves to yodel, I guess. Like <laughs> that is the most genuine thing to be. Like honest. that's so cool. Yeah. Like I, I just hope that like that's got to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to will anything into existence, but I, I hope that like this is like a fruitful path for that kid to like, like maybe keep like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll like be able to do a lot more and it won't just be like a month thing. Cause I think that would be like really hard for a kid to understand. Yeah. Like, now, okay, now like now that, nobody yeah. likes me or like now <laughs> I'm not wanted and it's all, I was only famous for a month. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's not for like an adult that would make sense because like, like i feel like memes would make sense to us to be like oh i'm a meme now but you know in six months i'll be forgotten for that meme hopefully i can use this as a like hey check out my music that kind of stuff but yeah i definitely see it i don't know how old he is but like that yeah that I'd, could be rough <laughs> i just see like all kinds of weird family members coming out of the woodworks like trying to cash in yeah like well, he, he he was talking on ellen about how his like uh 
his goal is to you know make some money go to college in florida and get himself a nice florida. trailer trailer damn it trailer, trailer. <laughs> flow right was that you making fun of the kid or no nah, that was me messing up sorry going to college in florida yeah he wants florida? to go to college no he wants to go to college move to florida and get himself a really nice trailer and that like walmart gave him a scholarship for college which is super Whoa. cool yeah wow yeah. i mean he's super young so that's awesome that they did that let's move on <laughs> by the time he goes to college it won't this match tuition will... anymore Aww. Aww. <laughs> that's depressing maybe in florida oh uh, yeah. i don't know the economics of florida I think people want to go there for college and then they want to leave. Oh. I'm and then not they gonna, want to come back. And then want to gonna, come back when they're old. I'm not going to sit here and trash talk Florida. That's, I like Florida. I'll do that. Ooh. Yeah. You're the first person I've ever heard say that. I, I yeah, I, I went there for the first time last year and I had, uh, I had such a nice time. I loved it. I don't know why... I guess I do know why it gets the heat, but I also don't understand why it gets all the heat. It feels like it may be the Nickelback of America in the sense that, like, uh, people just like to, you know, trash talk it. Yeah. But, like, when you really get down to it, it's like, oh, what have they really done? That's like, why do we hate that? That was a pretty solid, a pretty solid comparison right there. Also, um, thank you. I don't, yeah. <laughs> He's put a lot of work into that one. I don't know how familiar you are with like Texas culture, but we just love to shit on things, especially like other cultures and other people. Mostly this, other states. Yeah. This is this is a nice segue. You write really upbeat music, it feels. <laughs> and I think it's very easy for um I don't know, for me personally and a lot of my friends who write music, I think it's really easy to write about the like strife and hardships you have in your life. I think the most challenging type of song is to write a happy song. I could never write a song like the Beatles. I could never write a song like you. It's And whether or not the lyrical content is, you know, happy, it feels upbeat and it feels like it's coming from a genuine place of like, I'm not writing this to try and be like, oh, here's a pop song and it's happy. It feels like, you know, you're writing from an actual place of happiness. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I, I just, I mean, uh, blah, 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 blah. sorry, I think I was about to say several things at once, um, but uh, <laughs> and didn't succeed at any. If we play that backwards, you'll get his thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I, I really write, just write what comes out of me because I feel like uh, I'll just be driving and I'll think of like, uh, of a, of like a, like a melody will just pop into my head and then I'll like record myself singing it and it's usually like i feel like my music is like really cartoony and i think that living in arizona i'm not i don't i can't remember which which friend said this but uh there's a i think so one of my friends said that living in arizona you kind of get this cartoon sense of reality because i think you're like living in a place that you really shouldn't be and so like nothing really <laughs> like seems to make sense like because the place yeah i don't know yeah the place where you live like shouldn't really make sense so i think that like i feel like my my brain probably like a lot like a lot of other people like you grow up on cartoons and your your brain feels like a cartoon sometimes so i feel like the music that i write like uh i always i, I think it stems from just like loving being like loving the feeling of goofing off 
Yeah. And so like <laughs> I think when it comes to lyrics lyrics, I um I I can only I can only use the words I know yeah. how to say. That's fair. I I saw like a review uh of one of your albums and somebody said like cheesy or genuinely cheesy. And I was like that that's perfect. It, yeah. like, it has that as you're saying like cartoon feel of it, but it it doesn't feel like it's just like oh, I'm just writing this to be silly or I'm writing this to do this. I mean, you have a song on uh the record 3 talking about, you know, being 15 on a skateboard, going mm-hmm. down to a uh, you know, corner store just doing stuff like that which yeah, it just yeah. feels genuine it's like we all did that you know yeah i yeah i mean that, that i don't feel like i'm giving you good stuff to go off just saying like hey you write these songs i so sorry about that <laughs> no 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 i um i i did write them and i do love the the songs that i write because i feel like the that's i i i, I like i like the music that i play and because it makes me feel good because I, yeah i think i think uh i think there's it's good to find it's good to be like celebratory when you can mm-hmm. um and like not in in a way where you're not denying the evils of the world yeah and, and like going on <laughs> like, that it, it feels genuine it, it it's a scary time to be alive right now yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's very nice to have a you know music that's just like hey you know Let's have fun. You know, I'm still of the mindset that, you know, art should be an escape. So I I, I truly appreciate it. So I I enjoy it. Um, But going on to uh, being uh, a song about a corner store. uh, That's where uh, Hagen and I met you. We played a a corner store here in Denton with you. Uh, Was that a was that your first time playing in a corner store? (laughs) Um, yeah, that was the first official show other than just like, that's exciting. I can, I can think of several times where, where I've definitely sang loudly in a corner store, <laughs> but, um, never with a microphone. Yeah. Um, not with permission. Um, no, certainly not. <laughs> um, not. Not even permission. It was encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. People were there for that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a good crowd for that. I mean, yeah, like, there was. Yeah, was I great. bet you would have never thought as a child, like, oh, one day I'll be able to play a sold-out corner store. <laughs> Quote-unquote sold out. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was far from being sold out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Like, I love being able to play corner stores and, like, fun, just, like, venue, like just venues that uh, aren't exactly venues. And it's, like, one of these things where it's, like, you, when my grandparents or, or my dad are, like, like how were the shows on from your tour? And I'm like, great! I played this this cool house, and uh, like this was this was like I played this cool like laundromat, and I played this cool like <laughs> corner store. It's like I think there's like this part of me that's like you're not really like making a good case for yourself in terms of like <laughs> like looking like you're on the path of success. But I guess I I no that is success. I am I am yeah the idea of like performing in a corner store that's like my ideal venue exactly <laughs> <laughs> like that's I yeah we passed it on the way over here and I like I perked right out. I was like so excited to see it again so yeah, yeah. Um, there. But, like, when people say that, when it's like, oh, you played in a corner store on tour, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, like, if you go to Germany, at like, just not on tour, just, like, you know, visiting, and they're like, oh, by the way, they have shows in the back of this barber shop. You should do, like, you should go. And it's yeah. just like, that's yeah. the kind of thing where if I were, like, just a tourist, I'd be like, 
Okay, we can go to the cathedrals later. I want to see what this is about because this is what this you know local scene is about. Like that yeah, stuff, that's like, actual. Yeah. Whereas like when you're the performer yeah. on tour, people are like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." It's like, no, I'm you know, it, it is a job, is, but yeah. like you know, it's also fun. You wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Yeah, it's it's too much heartache to not have fun with if you're not having fun at all to do it. So yeah, no, I mean, I I I am in. I am so incredibly lucky to be able to go on tour and like, like not work a job for a while, like to be able to just travel around and like, like for somebody to like collect donations, like at a, at a house and and like put in the time to like make a flyer and get people to the show, book other bands for other bands to play these shows. Like, like, and like to all of that, like, I mean that's that's a lot of work and I people clock in a lot of time making these shows happen and I I I'm super lucky to be able to do it and like it's it's definitely like I I don't know there there are a lot of people like it's not it's not like glamorous for sure but like there's like a lot of people like that can't afford to do that or like like I I I don't know it it, it really uh it's it's really cool to be able to just travel and play my songs. It's, it's such a, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I see uh, you coming through Denton, like, you know, three times a year. It feels like ever since I've, you know, discovered your music, I, I feel like I see you. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah, like you're yeah. always, you know, setting up like, Oh, I got a month tour. Or like, I think when I first talked to you, you're like, Oh, you know, just kind of, I have these shows planned, but you just kept, you know, adding shows and that, that's super cool. I think at that point I was trying to tour for a year straight because I had started, I had started touring completely yourself though. Like, yeah, well, um, the beginning of when I, so I like originally like, like moved out of my, the house that I was living in at like August 5th, 2016. And then, uh, and then (laughs) like went on tour with like different bands. Like, uh, I played in a friend's band, uh, called dog breath. And then, and then I opened up for AJJ and like, that was like with the band. Uh, and that was like for like two months doing the, the run with AJJ. And that was amazing. And then like, once that was over, I was just like, well, I'll like, I, I, I knew I was going to, to do a solo tour. So I'd like booked that also. But while I was playing that tour i was booking the like the run after that so i would just be like all right i'm gonna go to this part of the country and then while i was on that part of the country i was booking the next part of the country and then that sounds so stressful i like it was kind of i mean (laughs) the uncertainty of it yeah i mean i i the the tour where i saw where i guess were like where we played at that corner store i mean my van died multiple times on that particular run that particular run was like i i think i ended up putting like seventeen uh hundred dollars into my van and you were by yourself right so i was yeah i was alone yeah Yeah. you didn't have someone in your car who's like oh yeah it's this and uh, man it's all your own knowledge that sucks (laughs) yeah i i yeah i'm always I, i was feel very i'm a little too comfortable inside a mechanic like Uh, lobby 
<laughs> so I don't oh, like sprawl out and like lay down and like get super comfortable. I I, I mean they're like, hey Tyler. It feels like that in yeah, a place I, that's like not even close to your home. I there's there's been a or like one of the last times I was at uh like at a, at a, the mechanic like. It was like kind of like run out of this person's house, which is awesome. It was, it's it was back in Arizona, but uh, just like his kid like brought home like a little duckling from the lake, and so I was just like playing with this duckling in like the mechanic's <laughs> office, and then of course it like, I mean that was like the only thing like keeping keeping me going because it was like in a not an ex it was not a cheap visit was there a duckling fee on your receipt <laughs> i uh i don't know i don't know how much the 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 duckling uh i would pay a was. premium for that yeah it was yeah it was the full treatment <laughs> wi-fi and then like access to like hanging out with like a duck it was pretty cool <laughs> so on these uh solo tours at it's not just you playing acoustic guitar. You uh, at least uh, are you playing solo tonight, or you, you have a band I, with I you? I am doing solo tonight. Yeah. So when I saw you um, doing the solo thing at the corner store, uh, you had a projector. You were playing with backing tracks, but whenever you hear that, it's just like, oh, that you know, backing tracks, whatever. You were basically singing karaoke to your own songs. Like you had the words to your songs on the projector. It yeah. was incredible. Oh, it was, thanks. I, that performance, I was like, oh, he's solo. Like, let's see how this goes. There's always like that little reservation of like, oh, someone's solo. Hopefully this works out. And then I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. I was so just like floored by it. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I um, I love. I mean, I love. I love being able to, to. To be able to do the solo thing is, I, I I'm lucky that I can get away with it, because I think that yeah people are really hesitant to uh, book solo acts sometimes like on tour like if I'm playing solo like I just won't mention that I'm solo because it's like there's this follow up of like like I think people get less excited to book you. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, Which is I'm weird. I, I mean, it, it, it happens. I think people picture like, all right, it's going to be low energy. Like it's going to be like versions of songs that like, won't be like be recognizable to like the songs that like and the versions that we want to hear it. But, um, but yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I, I try to make it entertaining. I, like last year for three months, I did a, a tour that was called the halftime tour. And my set was a fake halftime show, like for a sports <laughs> halftime show. And so like starts off like, um, on, like I just thought of it as like, all right, my screen, this is like my jumbotron, like my projector. So like the first video was just like me welcoming all the sports fans at the show. And then, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and then like, and then it was like, I did this, I had this like choreographed dance and there was also like me in the background wearing like the same outfit, like, like doing the same <laughs> dance. And then like, and then I had like footage of, uh, like the next song I kind of, it was, I kind of like lost my mind a little bit on this tour cause I kind of had to do the same set list every yeah, single night because it was very that. timed. Like the next part of the video had to do with like being in Phoenix and or like the the song was about being in Phoenix and it kind of tied in with this video of me walking around Phoenix. So I like had to kind of do that. And like, 
and then like the next song was like i i got in the habit of like uh like chugging like a red bull or a yerba mate uh and then and like gatorade i don't know why gatorade wasn't like the immediate like <laughs> like uh, if i'm gonna chug a drink during like the the halftime show it's gotta be gatorade <laughs> but then like what's weird is like Aww. i guess gatorade is like one of the most acidic drinks yeah like so like it was like destroying my throat so i just had to switch to water which was boring <laughs> just put like a emergency in there yeah, right exactly. like have a bottle of water there every night that just says gatorade on it that you just put like just coloring in yeah <laughs> I, water is boring drink tobo chico instead yeah Apparently, Maybe. water sucks and Gatorade's better, but not in this case. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. Yeah, That's but two solid movie references. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have no shame referencing Adam Sandler right now. No. <laughs> but, Hell um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you even uh, like at these shows like have props with you, like you know you have the I guess a screen is a prop, but like you have a song fifteen on a skateboard, and like you would like. You were playing, like, acting like you were playing uh, the, the yeah. guitar, skateboard. It, yeah. Mean. I mean, that that was, like, a prop that, like, that was just, I brought my skateboard on tour. And then, rea- <laughs> and then realized that I could, like, oh, yeah, I can use this for a song. I think that's how, like, even big budget movies work. Is like, how do we make this, like, genuine effect? It's like, oh, there's, like, a, like there's in Mission Impossible 3, there's a scene where, uh, I forgot the bad guy. I think Seymour Hoffman or... Someone like that, but he's like doing this thing where he sticks a uh, needle up Tom Cruise's nose, and the issue was is he didn't know how hard to do it because it was hurting Tom Cruise. So the way they did it is they dressed up Tom Cruise's arm to be Seymour Hoffman's arm. So it's like this, you know, huge budget film, and it's literally that. If you watch that scene, it's just Tom Cruise's arm That's going cool. up his own nose. It little things like that you would think it's just like. Yeah, it works out perfectly. That's the yeah. most genuine thing. That's so funny. Um, that's hilarious. There's another uh, solid movie reference right there. Mission mm-hmm. Impossible Three. I mean, from... that's like a little like behind the scenes. Yeah, that's like, uh, yeah, that's like that's, like that's a whole other show. Yeah, that's it's, from yeah. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. We should do a movie episode. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Do you ever like have to? Do you ever think about doing the whole in ears thing? Because you do have it. Because it's just like backing tracks. Like where I have like the yeah the in ear monitors in um well there's a part of the show during the halftime show there was a part where I pretended to have that <laughs> um, but uh, please explain you have to like were you like Secret Service talking into your wrist well no I mean part of the uh, part of the the there was a segment towards the end of my set where it was like all right now let's check in with our good friend Tristan up in the Big Billy Blimp and like. And then, like, the the screen cut to my friend Tristan. Like, I showed, like, a f- photo of a blimp. And then it was Tristan <laughs> green screened inside the blimp. And basically, we had th- just this script where he just, like, sent me a video of, like, him kind of talking about, like, this game that's, like, supposedly happening. And I'm just kind of, like, talking like acting like we're conversing and like sometimes it'd be like spot on and sometimes it was like really off but like both were great because like when it worked it was like wow and when it when it didn't work it was just kind of funny but during that i was like uh just kind of like putting my 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 
my finger to my ear acting like I had some sort of uh, um, yeah. yeah thing. <laughs> That's great. I, I hope if you ever play a Buffalo Wild Wings, you'd you know revive that show for one <laughs> I night have only. It, I have it on my laptop. I the thing about it, I and I, it it started all these questions. Where I was like, well, do all of my shows have to have this big theme, and do I need to like act and do this? And then, oh, it, like an it, OK Go music video. It's like, oh God, we're stuck. We have to do this stupid. Yeah, thing exactly. Now. <laughs> yeah. The, it, it was really. I was really worried that I. And then I uh, just decided to stop doing it. So like now, now like tonight's, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm on spoilers, tour. guys. Yeah, don't listen <laughs> I'm, to this. We don't want to hear spoilers for the tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm playing a. I'm playing a show tonight where uh, I basically just. I mean, I'm doing some of the karaoke stuff, um, like words on the screen and whatnot. But like all. But like throughout the the entire video. Uh, or th- like throughout the entire set, I'm doing a, like I have a video that's just like every video that I took on my phone in 2017, just like strung together. So it's kind of like, I think it's like kind of interesting. And when it's not like, like you're at a show anyways, like right. you can just watch me play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I, I think it's fairly interesting. It's very self-indulgent cause I'm in it. So yeah. like. I'm like playing guitar and then I look over and it's just my face, like looking at the screen, like looking at the audience. So I, it's a, yeah, kind of, kind of weird. I wonder what people, yeah. Why, why people are like, why do they have so many videos of just them? Like talking to the camera. Well, it gets them thinking they're still thinking about the, you know, show afterwards. So, you know, any press is good press, I suppose. Does, um, that, does that mean that's press? I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess. It, well, I guess same. I'm creating it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, so diners is. <laughs> <laughs> I could start a press. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your next uh, your mm-hmm. next theme. So diners is primarily you. You have you know people you'll play with, but uh-huh. if you look at you know your description on like Facebook, it's like your name and then like fluctuating members and it's just a long like list 50 it, people it's like yeah it's like the credits of a movie where it's just like okay where's wow, the, i heard where's that, the, guy that before where's the after credit scene yeah. come on it, yeah the i mean i i've always kind of admired the way that certain bands run where it's just like yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a, I, I think there's like, I've, there was a band from Phoenix. Uh, I, I mean, a good friend of mine named Zach has a band called Ihi. It's spelled I J I. They now live in Seattle, but it, like the way that Zach run their band was just like, like, it's just Zach and whatever, whoever is around to play. So it's like, it's, it's, it's great because like sometimes you like, Sometimes it'd be members of the touring band, so like you'd only see this show like once, like yeah. or like, uh, or That's it was a lot just, of like jazz groups are. Yeah, you know, totally. Just like, oh, I need a bassist tonight. Can you play that kind of stuff? So it's the same mindset. I yeah, pretty suppose. much. Yeah, I mean, it, it it makes. I mean, it, it. I mean, I've had it go wrong for myself, where I'm like, I'm a little too heavily relying on someone, and it doesn't. Yeah. Go work. Gr- great it's not a great match but like most of the time like i mean it's just a it's cool to be able to 
play music with so many people and I kind of get in, get in the habit of having a, like a like a drummer and a bass player and a keyboard player and another guitar player that I can call and like be like hey I've got this show coming up are you around like and if you're not it's cool like yeah worst case scenario I can just do the show myself um but yeah I I think it's cool cuz I I think there's a it's great to be able to play music with, with so many people. And it's also, um, like, I mean, the, I mean, that, I think that's kind of what like music can be all about some, for a lot of people. I, I mean, some people like to just write songs in their bedroom and like, they're like recording masterminds. And I think other people like they get inspiration by like feeding off of other musicians. And, yeah. um, I, I think that like I I kind of need both in my life, so I like I like to record all the parts myself. Um, yeah, except, I was gonna say, except you play, drums, like, all your uh, you know all the instruments prim- for mostly. the most yeah for yeah. the most part. I'm not I've I'm not great at the drums, so I usually like to have a friend. Not either. Neither. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. He got it before I did. Oh. I was gonna say neither is Hagen. <laughs> Hagen's a drummer, the, by the way. Oh the yeah. Burn. <laughs> That's yeah. the reference. <laughs> it's. It, I mean, you you, you gotta. You, the recording speaks louder than, than yeah. than, the recording will outlive you. <laughs> like, like that's the. Oh that's what I always say no. when people when I talk to my friends who. That's uh, we're recording this podcast. Oh no! Why'd you say that? No, but I tell my friends that uh, like I'll talk to friends who are like, yeah, we just got to get this album out. We got to people people got to hear this music, and it's like. Take your time, man, because, like, I mean, I know this is, like, shitty to say, but the band won't always be there. Like, something might happen to where you guys break up and, like, whatever, and whenever that's gone, whenever you're gone, the music will be there. So, focus. If it takes a week to make this record, awesome. If it takes six months, do it. Just Mm. make sure it sounds good because, you know. Yeah. But even on that mindset, like, uh, on your most recent release or... I'm hoping your most recent release, uh, you yeah. had like a little uh, note saying like you tried to go for the, uh, you know, first take is the best take. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the last the last uh, album, it wasn't even meant to kind of be a, an album. But yeah, the last album that I did is called Soft Day and uh, recorded and mixed it all in one day. Uh, at my friend's Holy studio. Shit. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I it's just like this thing. Where and I you like, did it all right. All the instruments. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I played. I mean, it's just it was just guitar, bass, drums, and keyboard. Um, and I record. I like. I I the songs were like. Luckily, the songs weren't like didn't need a whole lot of time, and in the sense that like, uh, I wasn't going for any anything flashy like yeah. i i just i was just really i was just like thinking of i i just wanted to have uh i i thought of it as like i should just record something in one day put it on a tape and like i can just have that and like you can maybe you can only get it like while on tour while i'm on tour or something and then and then i was like no i should put it up on the internet and then yeah. And then it was like, oh, I guess I just released an album. Like, <laughs> like, cool. It was great because I was like, I have no idea where to go with my next album. And then I did that, and it's like, cool. I 
guess I can do anything now and I don't really need to think about it because I already made the move and yeah. like the, that move because it was like so such minimal production it was like cool I can go anywhere now uh, like I could stay minimal or I can try to like I can be as flashy as I want yeah you have so. a, a cool merch you had a, a VHS tape at the show that I saw you last oh yeah yeah I wish I had more of those yeah but well it's yeah. good that you don't that means you sold them I hope. Uh, yeah, I wish I w- <laughs> would have kept one for myself. I maybe one forgot. day you can auction or like find it on eBay. Find or something. it and buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, my girlfriend bought. Uh, I think it was like a cassette tape from you, and you sent like a personal note to her saying Aww. like, "Oh, you got a cool name, Keely." And it was just like, "Yeah, I thought that was funny." I Do you typically? To... Put yeah, notes I'll usually. In there? I usually try to write a note, like even if I'm like. In a hurry, I use I usually just try to write a note that says like "thank you so much." Yeah, because, uh, like I don't know. I think it's cool to know like that the person you're ordering from was like like the band that you're ordering it from like actually like mailed it out themselves. Especially, so, yeah. uh, I think it's cool to hear that somebody you know, um, you know, is gracious for it because. You know, it's one thing to be at a show and be like, oh, that band was great, and then go buy the record. That That's amazing. Keep doing that. But also, it's the thing that, like, you stuck in their mind enough that, like, months later after a show, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this cassette tape, too. Yeah, like, it's... you know, it, to show that, oh, thank you very much. Like, I mean, I really like that kind of stuff. I I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm so grateful. I, I don't, I currently don't have a job in Los Angeles, so, like, I'm like... I've just been doing weird medical studies uh, and like donating plasma. You have track marks from it. Um, I, I was, I found a Craigslist ad for, um, I, I did ketamine inside of a MRI scanner for like an hour and a half and then had to take this weird drug that they were developing called Poma uh, to treat. Uh, Hopefully, you didn't sign a non-disclosure. <laughs> I mean, I probably signed my life away, but uh, <laughs> but I had to take this drug ten days, like at the ten days after that, called Poma, which was they were developing for schizophrenia. And I, I don't have I don't have schizophrenia, but they they like I qualified for the study as like a the control, uh, yeah, subject. But uh, but it was funny because. Uh, I would have, uh, I would have ended up getting more money from the study, but the, they needed, they were going to have me come back and do the ketamine again after the 10 days of the Poma. But the day before they were like, Oh, our MRI machine broke. And this is like this, like the school UCLA. So Uh like, like. It, I mean, it was like kind of a big deal that their MRI machine broke. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, the study was just, like, for nothing. <laughs> and I, like, oh, was just no. taking Damn. this. Hopefully, what I, I mean, hopefully they were just, like, placebo. There was a chance yeah. that it was, like, placebo, but. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep saying that. Hopefully. Yeah. But it paid my rent yeah. for, like, a month. I was, like, oh, that was pretty sick. great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Especially in LA. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I, 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 I've got cheap, cheaper rent than some people, but yeah, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you guys want to w- w- talk about? Uh... I have this exact same minion toy, by the way. My mom gave it to me for Easter. <laughs> My uh, niece gave it to me. She got it like it, and 
she's young she's six now but uh imagine a a child getting their mcdonald's toy and then immediately handing it to you that is yeah one of the nicest things you can that's get that's really so i kept it and it's in my car all the time and i like just annoying people with it because yeah. i know people get frustrated with minions but i i'm a giant fan of the minions i'm very i knew you would be. i'm very pro minion <laughs> well i guess this is this is now the new sound for tour stories <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Does I'm the okay minion say anything, or is it no, just a laugh? Goes, no. no, hold up. Oh, Are we gonna on. get it again? Hold up. No, we're not gonna get sued. Don't okay. say that. <laughs> um. So that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I guess it's a different toy because mine's mine says, "Bello." Uh. <laughs> 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 oh man. So. Mm. Uh, uh yeah, toy stories. I didn't stories. prep you this for, prep you for this. No, so uh, gotta fly off the seat of your pants. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so 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 tour stories. Uh, when we started the podcast, the idea was to have touring bands on and ask them about when tour stories. The podcast? Well, I, I don't when talk about did. that anymore. Mike I don't Jones. talk about that anymore. Did. Yeah, Mike Jones. Um, new year, new me. <laughs> so uh, it's the year of subtlety, Andy. Come on. Do you know what this segment is about yet? It's about tour <laughs> stories. You, t- you, you ah. tell us. You tell us your favorite tour stories, highs and lows. You can start with uh, either one. Yeah. Um. Do we need to uh, stall? Give you some elevator music while you think. Yeah, that that that'd be nice. Let me. I mean, you can just edit in elevator music. Yeah, I could do that. Because <laughs> Hagen's doing this. No. <laughs> Sorry, I keep water. I keep moving because the sun is like right in my face through that little crack. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we've never. I guess we haven't recorded the podcast at four in the afternoon before. Um, I don't know if if uh, I mean our our listeners probably don't care about this, but it's it'd be nice for them to know that me and Andy dressed up for this podcast. Andy uh, and I. Uh, we we both are wearing sweatpants and pajama pants in the genie style, where it's small at the bottom and wider. And the yeah, like, I mean, mine, mine are technically hip area. Mine are joggers technically, so I can like roll them up. But yeah, Andy runs; he doesn't jogs. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, he's he's the one wearing pajama yeah, pants. You're wearing s- sneakers, you're ready to run. <laughs> I'm ready to sneak. He's running right after this. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna run away. Do you need us to keep stalling? Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Um, I immediately thought of like one of the weirder things. Uh, and Go then I'm trying to remember a really good, nice one to, to counter, uh, to counter <laughs> that. But, um, I don't know. I think after like, like last year, um, like, yeah, last year I toured for seven months straight. So every day was like, there's probably a lot that I'm like still processing. Cause every once in a while I will like, just think about like, Oh yeah, this weird thing happened that like I didn't, I haven't thought about since it happened, and like I like is just from this from this one weird thing to this weird gas station to this weird floor I slept on to, to like to the duckling. Yeah, it's just it's it it just keeps going. It feels like so you never get a chance to like yeah, process process it and then. And then, yeah, and then, like, you're, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm not one of those drivers that just, uh, like, is it, like, my time on the road, like, I usually will, like, 
listen to an audiobook or a podcast. So most of the time I'm not even doing like the romantic, like contemplative driving. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, please make this drive go by faster. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I, whenever I think of like a weirder tour story, I always think about like something that kind of happened, uh, early, like really, really early on when I first started doing touring. So the second tour, um, I remember one time we were just like we were crossing the Bay Bridge in San Francisco on our way to Oakland. And I'm like, I was 18 at the time and I, we were pulling this trailer. We were, we were, it was like a, like a Ford SUV pulling a trailer. Uh, and there were seven of us oh, man. crammed in there. It was kind of miserable. Um, and we were like driving. I was the one driving and, um, I like one of the tires just like like blew up while we were like about to we were like just about to get onto the bridge like the last entrance onto the bridge there was like the gore zone that I was able to pull over into and just like nearly escaping like like these gigantic semis and we're we're hanging out there for a second we're really not sure what we're gonna do immediately like the like like the police, like, like a police officer comes to like say like, Hey, like you can't be right there. It's very <laughs> dangerous. And we're kind of like, but what are we going to do? Like, like we can't just like drive on this. Cause this is, we're about to like cross the bridge, which is super high volume traffic. Yeah. Super high volume traffic. And like, I'm in my head. I'm just like, this was like my girlfriend's dad's SUV. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean like, like she, like like she like I was like on tour with her like she like she like sang and like played keyboards uh so like uh it's not like it's not like uh I don't know she was there to be like kind of responsible for the vehicle but like I just felt really bad that it was like oh like what if I like damaged the rim and we weren't making any money on tour so it was just this thing where like the officer was just like you have to do this and basically made us like pull over we had to drive a mile on this bridge and like at first like the officer was like behind us to like a and i thought like okay cool we can go at our own pace like this officer is gonna like be right behind us um like going slowly as well like helping us get off safely nope he starts shouting over the megaphone you gotta go faster and so we're like we're like like i think like it was just so upsetting and we were just feeling so down um and as the as the as the 18 year old leader of this weird high school band that i formed i felt it was my duty to um lift the spirits of us so i guess this is a like a good and a bad story a bad and a good story so like yeah yeah um uh i i acted i acted quickly i put on chumbawamba and uh (laughs) All of us started singing, I get knocked down, but I get up again. And you're never going to, never going to keep me down. I, yeah, it, uh, it's just, <laughs> it was just, it turned into this moment where all of us were just chanting this song, uh, while this police officer was still like screaming at us to like go <laughs> faster. And like, and actually like, it was hilarious. Cause like, I like literally couldn't cause the tire like got wrapped up in the, 
God. the rim that and like seems like less was, safe than you know you being on the side yeah Jeez. it was pretty awful pretty awful and this officer like we got off the exit which was to an island that was called treasure island <laughs> which like sounds made up but that's a real thing if you live in the bay area and the <laughs> officer was like we'll call i'll call cal transit to like help you change this tire and we were there for like two hours and we're like, okay, nothing's happening. So, uh, it's a, it's a nice weather area to be, you know, stuck in yeah. until it gets like nighttime and it's so windy that everything's just frigid. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was, it was, it was very cold. It was at, it was at night. We were pretty cold. Um, luckily there's like a hot dog stand close by. Always is. Um, but we were all vegetarians, so it didn't really help us. But we all got oh. soda. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Jack. No, I blame him for that one. That was yes. not me. Yeah, I guess that story didn't go. It went. It almost went a lot of places, but it, it was just that it was went just across a, the bridge. It went across the bridge. I just have the this moment of like, yeah, I don't know. That's a good memory. I, I mean, it lasted long enough for you to tell it on this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with it. And every time I drive past that gore zone, I'm always like, that's where I was. This is where the officer was yelling at me. And this is Treasure Island. <laughs> that's the hot dog stand. <laughs> this yeah. is Treasure Island. There's <laughs> no way that hot dog stand is still there. Oh, it, oh it's probably still there. Oh, okay. It's standing. Just you, guys abandoned. Are, you guys are more positive. That's going to be the me. last thing standing in Treasure yeah, you, Island. You are a very cynical person. <laughs> that's so. true. Oh, yeah. well. So, uh, into the... Wait, do you have any more stories or can we go on the uh, next segment? We, uh, we can go in the next story. Yeah. This segment. Hey, listen. This is where we go around the room and say what we're listening to. So we'll go first, so you yeah. can think about it. Pull up your Spotify, whatever audiobooks and podcasts, as you mentioned. Hagen, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so, The Reign of Kindo released a new album on Friday. It's really good. Um, a lot of really weird stuff for them, but it's really really fun. They're kind of like jazz rock with a really really poppy singer. Um, one of my students got me into Peach Pit. I've been listening to Being So Normal. It's a pretty cool album. Um, and then our last guest, Honey and Salt. I've been listening to their album a lot. It's really good. Really, really good. Strongly nice. suggest testing that out. Yeah. Um, are you good? Yeah, that's um, it. I'm not, I'm, been... not, I'm not getting up on a soapbox today. Oh, bummer. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm sure I've mentioned them before on this podcast, but I, I, I've been listening to Thank You, Scientists. I saw them uh, this I don't even think you have mentioned them. I don't know. I really like them. Uh, I saw them open up for a band uh, that I really like as well. I'm not going to mention who, but you can probably infer who it is. Um, (laughs) uh, And I really liked them. I saw them at a free show in Dallas, and they were incredible, super nice guys, and just making incredible prog music. Um, But super accessible. Don't let the prog tag scare you away. But then on the opposite side, I've been listening to a German composer who's I'm probably going to butcher this name, but it's Nils from... You know he's been blowing up right now? Like, that, like That's probably how I discovered yeah, like it. Yeah, like every... Like, uh, a bunch of like the math rock and jazz guys that I follow on Instagram have been posting about him. Well, he's primarily... Um, he's a German composer, but uh, he's primarily uh, just keys, and he's known for playing vintage keyboards, and I really just... Uh, my favorite uh, composer just in general is... Debussy? I don't know how you pronounce that name, but 
It's French. I know that. Debutsy. Yeah. There you go. Debussy. <laughs> Is that it? I don't know. I I've I I just have seen the name and yeah. li- have listened. Well, and he's primarily um, <laughs> piano, and I love just you know I like the big you know orchestral pieces, but I'm just a huge fan of like just beautiful piano minimalism and that's what this guy is uh nils from he's super cool apparently he's blown up yeah. a friend showed it to me and i've been listening to it i really enjoy it it's nice to relax too all right so uh i have a soft spot for like female singer songwriter guitarists which you have said before on this yeah. podcast. listeners of this podcast <laughs> will know all the that. time yeah um, it's, a, it's a callback so um yeah tristan but no uh the <laughs> The ones I've been listening to, first of all, is Soccer Mommy. I love her. I'm going to see her tonight, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, she's awesome. Has a new album uh, came out this year. Uh, also, uh, speaking of new albums, an unknown mortal or unknown mortal orchestra released a new album, but I feel like it overshadowed another great album released on the same day. Couldn't let them have it. From <laughs> Hop Along, uh, the album's called Bark Your Head Off, Dog. And it is fantastic. Nine tracks, all of them fantastic. The production and instrumentation is like miles ahead of where they were on their last album. And I love every second of it. So if you get a chance, check out that album. I've been uh, like repping it all week. I love it. Quick question on that. Whenever I hear a band that like, you know, they have amazing songs, but maybe not the best production value. And then the next record is like, oh, this is the production that this band needs. I find it not hard not like it's not like i can't listen to this stuff before but i kind of find it hard to be like oh man i wish this song was you know as produced as this like am i the only one who has that feeling um maybe i i mean i think it's i like kind of appreciate the the progression yeah yeah and it like kind of makes me like kind of makes me appreciate the old songs even more that it doesn't have like the like I, I can, I don't know. Well, I mean, it shows that those songs are good songs. When you hear a shittily produced song, but it's still stuck in your head and all that, that means mm-hmm. it's a good song. I mean, it has to be if you're still listening to it. But you know, there's too much bass or too much whatever, and not enough. Like, I guess that. I don't know. Just quick tangent, mm-hmm. Adam. What you got? So I've got two different things. Um continuing of not listening to the jack white's new album <laughs> that's until not I see a them. thing you don't have to remind us <laughs> it's been a thing the last uh two weeks so. i'm also not listening to it um whenever by the way uh actually we'll talk about that some other time uh, uh when we were driving to hagen's show the other night uh uh i was gonna mention hagen's band but i guess uh no no i'm not gonna mention them uh, when we were driving to hagen's <laughs> it'll all make sense soon okay um Whenever uh, we were driving to that show, I was about to play Jack White's I mean, you album, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that to Adam, but go on. Anyway, uh, I was looking at other stuff of his that I guess I hadn't heard that he did this project with uh, Nora Jones. He sang on an album called Rome that was produced by Danger Mouse and some Italian composer. Uh, check it out. It's kind of interesting. It's inspired by Spaghetti Westerns, and they worked on it for about five years. And Did you listen to his... Uh thing with insane clown posse no don't haven't got there don't <laughs> i'm not going to they uh took a mozart song mozart had a song that okay. was like it was like a fart joke and yeah, icp yeah. and jack white basically took it and made a song like i mean that's sounds- what, the- what is the mozart piece i don't remember uh no it's uh like lick my ass uh because mozart's german right yeah 
So uh, it's like something mine arsh or something. And like basically the song is like just saying like lick my ass and yeah. Apparently Mozart was a real funny cheeky dude. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he was, like, well, he was like musically, but like I don't think he had anything like that. He does. Look it up. I promise. <laughs> yeah. ICP did this and with Jack White, <laughs> and I was just like, that is. I have to listen to it. I, I I'm like, I'm doing this right now because I'm super curious. I type in Mozart fart, and, <laughs> and, and there's, there's there's three different things: Mozart fart journal, Mozart fart letter, and Mozart <laughs> fart poem. These are my suggestions from Google. Apparently, so, he was a really fuck. funny. Dude. Yeah, I think it might not be the fart joke, but it's like lick my ass in German. But now we found out about the fart stuff. So yeah, don't mention the Beyonce song either. Lech mich im Arsch. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's totally it. Okay, everyone has to listen to it now. But uh, I'm curious. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. There. (laughs) Go ahead, Adam. Uh, But yeah, so the only other thing I was listening to was that composer's other stuff. Is I'm gonna butcher his name. Also, it's Daniel. Loopy, but he's Italian, so I don't know how to say that. Don't spell it so Adam can't do it's, it in the yeah, show Yeah, I won't. Um, but he's done a bunch of other like film and TV scores and stuff, and it's just nice, you know, kind of sort of background music, but there's some things that are really interesting about how it's orchestrated, so I kind of been listening to a lot of that, and yeah. Yeah. Um, and... I'm trying to think of a an album that was like very recently released that uh I mean fortunately for you you don't do this podcast every week so you can like just say oh, stuff that yeah. you listen to in general we have to come up with new stuff. Yeah, yeah. It keeps us honest though. We listen to new stuff. I um I mean I always I always listen to um to I mean yeah, I mean I I guess like all all of my friends are people I've met through music so they're all always there's there's always a friend releasing a record uh i guess like uh uh i guess i guess i'm always listening to uh like the dear nora discography um katie davidson is just one of the best songwriters in my opinion um uh i I've, I'm on tour currently. I know this is coming out in the future. future. The Tyler you're hearing right now. Do you have any but, uh, you um, know, on well, advice for uh, future Tyler? Um, no, well, I think future Tyler would have advice for me. Yeah, I know, but I thought we could break <laughs> that chain. But okay, uh, who are you on tour with? What I'm on, I'm on tour with a a band that I love, and I I do really love their new record, newer record. Um, I'm on tour with this band called Dingbat Superminx from Oakland, and their album Beauty Is as Beauty Does is really great. Um, I mean, their other their other two albums are really special too. Um, listening to um an album called for music lovers by cesar ruiz and i just love that cesar is a friend of mine and i think sometimes uh you know it's like one of these things where you you like when you listen to friends music it's like sometimes because you wish you were hanging out with them and it's all it can also be because it's really brilliant music and i i think uh like we were just listening to that in the van the other day and uh even even that came out 
do you listen to their music uh while you're in the van with them um that must be painful like just like i, I would be so uncomfortable if somebody started playing my music around me i like my music i think but they would like, be fine with it I think they'd be fine with it. They seem nice. Yeah, so. they, they're very nice. They're very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Dear Nora, Dingbat, Supermanx, Cesar, yeah, sorry, Cesar Ruiz. Um, yeah. I'm glad you brought up Dingbat, Supermanx, because I saw that written in the dust on a car, and I was like, I wonder what that means. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the, that was our tour vehicle. Uh, I was gonna say that's y'all's like uh, street team is just going around the dusty and cars dusty and cars. putting Dan's silver leaf <laughs> April fifteenth <laughs> taxes due. Oh, are taxes due today? No, my Yesterday. mom's an accountant. They're due in two They're days. Due well, Tuesday. Yeah. Her returns are to, due on Tuesday, but you should have had them in way before then. Yeah, something yeah. Like oh that. no, I already. Yeah, I yeah. I already had mine in. Yeah. Advice. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's I, what future Tyler will recommend to you. Turn yeah. in your taxes. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, wait. No, I still don't have advice for the future. That's okay. Future, I'm gonna just talk to me on the internet, I guess, uh, in the future, and uh, maybe I'll <laughs> have advice. Because <laughs> I certainly don't have advice now. All right. Well, so where where can people find you? Fine um, diners, not you specifically. Um, well, I mean, they're the same thing, oh, but, uh, that's complicated. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I have a, I have Are a complicated sure you don't have schizophrenia. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't have <laughs> schizophrenia. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, when this is, a uh, this is all I do is just do music. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm on the internet multiple places, www.diners.bandcamp.com Also, I'm on Spotify and Apple Music and all those kind of streaming sites, I guess. Um, Or you can send me an email at (laughs) thedeskoftylerbroderick at (laughs) gmail.com Oh, man, that's great. Carbon copy us in that. Yeah. Yeah, we want emails. Or just blind copy. You yeah. won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm also on Twitter as well, um, at Diners Music. Um, also, do you have any uh, new music coming up soon? Because like, your most recent is 2017, which not that far in the past, but just I know you were talking about not the uncertainty of what you were going to do. Yeah, I mean uh, the uh, the next record. I don't know when it will be out, but it's almost done. I'm I it's I'm almost done listening to it obsessively, um, working <laughs> on it. Oh, so uh, you're actually working on it. You're not just writing. Um, or is this I mean, one in the same for you? They're kind of the same because it's one of these things where like, just I mean, just because you. I mean, yeah, it's like you can, I can arrange for like, like a few musicians to play it, but if it doesn't sound the way I thought it would sound, I, it's not done or, or if I'm not like intrigued by the way that it sounds like it's not done. So I, I'm like, I'm constantly fiddling, like adding or taking away. Um, no, (laughs) no, not yet. I'm sorry. I'm constantly, yeah. 
I mean, I'm I'm learning to to. I mean, yeah, advice <laughs> ad, advice for my future go. self. Um, pick up the fiddle, you know. <laughs> there, there we go, nailed it. Uh, Adam, where can they find us? Uh, people can find us at don'tfeedtheartist.com and on social media is at DFT F, uh, at DFTA podcast. And you should subscribe to the show so you get everyone in your podcast app. Are you gonna say something, Hagen? I was gonna close this out with a line from Mozart. Shit in your bed and make it burst. Good night. Sleep tight and stick your ass to your mouth. Mozart. <laughs> Damn, the dude's poetic. I am there.